Welcome back to the House Call Sports. I'm here with Jill and Rob. This is the Gridiron. We are doing our 15 to 1 quarterback rankings. But first, we'll go ahead and give you a quick recap 32 through 16. We're going to start at 32, and that was the Cardinals quarterback room. They didn't even deserve to have a name. 31, Desmond Ritter. 30, Sam Howell. 29, Baker Mayfield. 28, Anthony Richardson. 27, CJ Stroud. 26, Bryce Young. Full run of rookies right there. 25, Jordan Love. 24, Ryan Tannehill. 23, Russell. Wilson surprising at 23 a lot of people felt that surprising 22 Deshaun Watson 21 Derek Carr at 20 you got the better looking Derek Carr I'm talking about Jimmy Garoppolo 19 Kenny Pickett 18 Matt Stafford 17 Mac Jones and 16 Tua Tagovailoa and we're going to hit right into 15 here and Jill this is your first quarterback ranking of this episode and of the top 32 so I'm going to go ahead and start with you who do you have at 15 Jill I'm going to put Brock Purdy. And the only reason why I'm putting that is I think there's still going to be a little bit of a competition going on in San Francisco. I don't think we necessarily see the same person that starts the season, finish the season again. So, I mean, I guess it's safe. Let's just say the San Francisco quarterback room. That's not a bad bad take. I mean, we don't know what his shoulder is going to look like. They did they put a lot of draft capital into Trey Lance for it to just write him off sitting the bench. So I do not see it being just one person for sure coming into training camp at least at that that bare minimum. So there's at least going to be a quarterback battle there, whether anyone wants to accept it or not. I actually had Brock Purdy at my 15, so like I'm not upset about this, and it was the same reason I put two at 16. The injury hurt concerns me. I I've seen great things from him. I think he could be a really good quarterback. But the shoulder injury really concerns me heading into the season until he proves that he's good to go. I really can't see it being anybody but Brock Purdy at 15. Rob. Do you, you got Brock Purdy with us here at 15 or who you got? So my biggest thing is this. You, when you go from year to year and the biggest consensus is teams don't have tape on you. So you go into the next year. Now, Purdy, there's tape on him. So you never know. Like he might've done well that year, um, but he may, that may not be a, a re, reoccurring thing. I actually, this crazy unanimous decision, Brock Purdy at 15. Wow. Dad. Right off the bat, we're, we're good. We're good, like minds up here. All right, all right. Well, we'll keep this train moving. We're going to go to 14. Rob, I'm going to start with you here, man. Who is 14 for you? So, yes, he's got new offensive weapons. Yes, he's got um, a little bit of revamped offensive line. I got Justin Fields here. I think that, yes, he's going to do well, but you're still in, you're still in a little bit of a juggernaut division. You got the Lions who – Honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised if they make the Super Bowl. They're that 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 damn good. And then the Vi- and then the Vikings are the Vikings. Um, you add, adding Jordan Addison over there, I think that receiving core for the, especially with them alleviating something off Jeff- Justin Jefferson, I think they're going to be special. So, yeah, I have Fields here, and that reason why uh, obviously is what I listed. Um, and just because I just don't think he's that great of is in terms of like diagnosing defenses. Oh. Okay. Interesting. I personally, I think Justin Fields is going to have a decent year this season. I did take a counterpart in the NFC North, and that is Jared Goff. I think Detroit is going to have a solid enough defense. Again, looking at the division that they're in, I think they will be the one of the better teams of that division. That's also not saying much. Offensively, I think we are going to see some struggles. That is why I would put Jared Goff at 14. I would put him under Justin Fields. 
man, y'all, y'all took both the guys. I have like I I have Jared Goff at, at ten and Justin Fields at nine, and we're not going to talk about how Daniel Jones has not been mentioned here right now. Both Jared Goff and Justin Fields had a better year than Daniel Jones did, and we're going to sit here and put Daniel Jones ahead of both of these guys. Are you out of your minds? Sometimes. Daniel Jones has got to be at 14. He's got to be. There's no way we can sit here and put Justin Fields and or Jared Goff behind Daniel Jones. I will not allow it. I am putting my foot down. There's no way. Are you at what? What? I like Daniel Jones. He's scrappy. He is Eli Manning 2.0. Eli Manning is Hall of Fame. People still talk about him. He's I Hall of Fame because you know Michael Strahan put him there. You know what? <laughs> product you're getting out of Daniel Jones. You have higher expectations for Justin Fields and Jared Goff. You know what you're getting from Daniel Jones. Oh my God. Yeah. But what I'm getting for Daniel Jones and what I got from Jared Goff and Justin Fields last year, it's so, the disparity is so big. Oh oh my God. So now you're telling me that because of this, is, is there any, Rob, can I get any Daniel Jones slander from you right now? I need some, are you like, did you forget Daniel Jones existed? You're going to go with Justin Fields here? Or are we really going to, am I going to have to choose between Justin Fields and Jared Goff, who I want to be at 14? I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I th- at that point, I felt like I was splicing hairs. I, I And the thing is, I just think that Fields, they're just very mirroring play styles. They're not great in terms of passing. They don't know how to read defenses that well, and they're really mobile quarterbacks. I, I can hop on either train. I'm gonna be honest with you. It was just it was hit or miss. Insert who I would Daniel want. Jones tripping as he runs here. Yeah, and <laughs> but he added Jalen Hyatt, who I think is a speed demon. Saquon Barkley's contract is a little bit of iffy, like whether or not he's gonna even sign that. So yeah, I, I mean I'm I'm on board for either one. I, I I'll let uh, Jill be the the for, I guess the, for oh. Joe's sanity, I'll pick Daniel Jones. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with Daniel Jones in here. Thank you. Thank you, God. Some reason has been brought into this episode. Daniel Jones at 14. Oh, man. Huh. Okay. I was I was stressing out for a second. I was... Oh, man. Okay. Okay. All right. We can move on to 13 now. We can move on. Whew, that stressed me out a little bit. I aged there. Okay. So at 13, it's my turn. Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Ooh. for me. It's really, it's Kirk. I, and I understand. Everyone, there's going to be some haters on this one. Kirk's consistently top 10 in stats. He's consistently doing all these things. Kirk is a product of, of Justin Jefferson right now. I don't, I don't think Kirk Cousins is as good of a quarterback anywhere else if he doesn't have the type of people to throw to that he's got to throw to right now. I, I have not been a Kirk Cousins fan. I think he's been paid way too much money to be mediocre. And I, I will not put him above 13. But the question is, do you guys agree with me that Kirk Cousins is at 30? I, I could have put him at 14. I just have a feeling we're going to see the NFC North just kind of bundled together. Uh, I Yeah, that's a difficult one because I, I get it. And I truly think Minnesota Vikings are going to have a struggling season. Again, I, I think we see it the same pattern as last year. Offense can put up the points. Offense is going to do well. However, it's the defense, which I don't think they necessarily fixed all of the holes that they needed to fix. So I think it becomes other teams being able to score easily. 
I'm not on the, I, I'm on Kirk Cousins being higher. I, I think he has better offensive year. I'm not saying by much, but I, I ugh, I'm not sold on that. I, I would rather go Fields or Golf before I went Cousins. He's gonna end up in the top ten. It's gonna it's gonna hurt my soul to see Kirk Cousins in the top ten. Rob, who you got, man, at thirteen? Well, I mean, I, I, I ha- if I didn't get Fields at fourteen, I'm gonna get him at thirteen. So, and and my biggest thing is like at least Cousins, you add Jordan Addison to go along with Justin Jefferson. Both those guys yeah. are going to make that offense more dynamic. I'm not gonna say their defense is gonna be good. Their defense is still gonna probably be along the lines of dog shit, but you you got more offensive talent. I, I know Dalvin Cook is going to be gone, but what's his name? Madison? That's yeah. still a solid, solid, I guess, uh, your Walmart version of uh, Dalvin Cook. So you're you're going to get still miles a on good tire, that's for sure. And I have Cousins a little bit higher. Not much higher, but a little bit higher. So I, I get, I get your, I get your, you're getting a little bit of odds though, as the Italians would say, a little bit of heartburn. But I promise you, he's not going to go that much up further on the list for me. But I, I have so. fields here. I'd go with Fields. I guess it's Fields then. As much disappointment as I have. Fields, Bears fans, I try to get him in the top 10. I tried. He's in the top 10 on my list, all right? Number 13 on this one, number number nine on mine. I can't can't sign (laughs) on board with Ohio State quarterback. That's another thing that, like, he – I've I saw too many games, especially the game they played against the Patriots, where like he had a, a dump off underneath to a, a tight end, and he decided to go for the home run. That's something that can be coached. He can figure that out, but then again, it can't be. Like you need to be able to diagnose uh, defenses. This is going to be right. the first real season, I would safely say, we see some sort of a foundation that's been built for Justin Fields. So that's the only reason why I'm a little wary of it. Last season, we did see towards the end some explosiveness come out of Justin Fields, but I still think we're going to see a lot of struggles on the offense, which in turn does affect Justin Fields. Yeah, I guess. All right, we'll move on to number 12. (laughs) Jill, back to you. Number 12, who you got? I'm going to continue on this NFC North train. I will put golf. I'm still thinking we can lump kind of all these guys together. Man, Geno Smith continues to climb. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. Right. I'm still all- haven't written back. That's not okay. I mean, I, I honestly, I had Goff at 11, so putting him at 12 is not a big deal for me. I mean, it's it's right there. I, I was I was really struggling to figure out who to put in the top 10 when it came between Goff, uh, Smith, and Fields. So I can go ahead and go with Goff at 12. I will not fight you here. This is not the hill I'm willing to die on. Rob, who, is, is Goff your number 12 as well? No, I got him higher. I think he's oh, severe, severely severely, underrated. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't disagree. I, I think Cousins is here. I, I, I'm I'm Cousins is here. I'm not putting him any higher. Like I, I think that I this is where I said that I had him a little bit higher. If you just wait, Joe, now you now your heartburn subsiding. You just you got your Alka Seltzers and whatever else you got going on in your stomach. I can't put Cousins any higher because he just reminds me like you compare a lot of quarterbacks in this league. You got Jimmy Garoppolo, handsome Kirk Cousins. You got Mac Jones, uh, younger Kirk Cousins. So like they're these are they're very this they're kind of the same mold. So I I can't put Cousins any higher. I have him here, but that's I just my listen- opinion. Agree with your point that Goff is an underrated quarterback. 
he's made it to a Super Bowl. I, I feel like people tend to forget that he has led a team to a Super Bowl. I am by no means disagreeing with you that I think golf is underrated. I just don't think he has an offense completely built enough around him. And like I just said about fields, that in turn will affect Jared Goff. See, and now you put me between a rock and a hard place because Goff was right there. But at the same time, like I don't want Kirk Cousins in my top 10. I just don't want him there. Like I, I would fight this tooth and nail. I, I will not allow him to be in the top 10. Like I I think that that we're, we're gonna go Jared Goff. We're going Jared Goff. You're doing it. <laughs> what the fuck? You just I know what I did, okay? I'm I hate myself for it. But you, I'm you writing this down point. in ink, so I got to edit this later and make our <laughs> list and everything. And you just said you don't want him any higher. And I don't. But at the same time, like the argument you made for moving him higher, the argument you made for moving him higher, still fits the mold for why he should be ahead of Jared Goff. I mean, technically, if we're going to feel that way, I feel like he could be ahead of Geno Smith. He does have a more established offense, and he's probably going to have better numbers than Geno Smith. I just don't want him in the top ten. <laughs> he's always in the top 10. I just don't want him there. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I got We're going to go Jared Goff. You made, you made too many good points to move Kirk Cousins up, Rob. Now you've got me convinced. This is on you. This is not me. This is your fault. <laughs> all right. Moving on to number 11. Rob, who is your number 11? I'm the savior now. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it's got to be Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Yes. I'm not, and I'm not going to give you who I have. Well, yeah, I will. I had Dak Prescott at 11. And, uh, well, he's severely overrated. The guys, they, oh, there's always this talk around the town that he doesn't have the town or whatever. CD Lamb, he's had Amari Cooper, and he just, like, he's severely just overrated as hell. But, I can't. I'm not. I will not put Kirk Cousins in the top ten. I will not. I will not do it. I don't care if you got Jordan Addison. I don't care if you got Justin Jefferson. He just. He's so mid. It's. I I just the fact that I. I mean, I would put him at 32 if I could, but he has Justin Jefferson that makes him other a little bit that much better. I'll I'll go with you guys on Kirk Cousins. I think again, exactly like Rob said, mid year. Again, it's the same argument for Daniel Jones. You know what you're getting out of them. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so now... Stop thinking about it. Stop thinking. Put him here. You just said you don't want him in your top 10? No, 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 no. no. He's 11. He's 11. We, we, he's 11. I was, about to, I was about to do the intro to the top 10, Rob. Oh. We are into the top 10. That's right. The 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL coming into week one. That is what we're talking about right now. And at number 10, I'm up. Number 10. Dak Prescott. I agree. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, previous episode, I fought you guys because I you did bring up a good point that Tua has his injury hit. I had Tua at 10 just because of what he did with, listen, do I think he's a top 10 quarterback? No, but you have Jalen Waddle and, and Tyree Kill, and that's one hell of a Band-Aid to have. Um, oh, yeah. But you guys, fought, you guys fought me off the cliff, and you engaged and talked me into if he's one hit away from being – incapacitated don't want to don't want to put that bad juju in the air but yeah i'm yeah, on board dak dak is yeah. dak That's is here an easy one yeah because again he he's another guy that you know what you're gonna get out of dak prescott it, 
I don't, there's no further explanation. He's on the field. He has some uh, rapport with his guys. He does get passes out. He does make points on the board. So I'm not disagreeing at all. Yeah, I think I uh, I pretty much said, you know, has the talent around him, can sometimes be turnover, you know, heavy, inconsistent play. That that was what I wrote down about Dak Prescott. And it's like, no one can argue that that fact, right? Like, it, yeah. that's who he is. You're going to see great games where he's going to have three, four touchdowns and 400 plus yards, but he's going to follow it up with a three interception, two touchdowns, 286 the next week. So that's just who Dak Prescott is. I, I That's just who he's going to be. It reminds me a little bit of, he's a, he's a better Better and more mobile Jameis Winston, and maybe that's being a little too aggressive, Ooh. but that, that's kind of what I see. And I it's don't just, hate that comparison. It's that not is bad. Not, it's not a terrible comparison at all. It's not bad. It's not bad. But moving on to number nine, Jill, who is your number nine? I'm hoping he finally writes back that, of course, is Geno Smith. <sighs> Man, Geno at nine. Okay. Now I got a question for you. I got a question for you here, and this is who I had at number nine. Do you see who would you rather have starting for your team, Geno Smith or Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. Really, really. I think he's in a horrible system. I really like, do too. But. So that's my only drawback for Justin Herbert is it's the system around him that's the okay. problem. All right, because I had Justin Herbert right there, and it was him and Gino. I had the same argument with myself. I was like, who would I rather have? And I have Justin Herbert here at nine. But, Rob, are you on board with Geno Smith at number nine? I'm sending in letters to Geno Smith that's happening. I'm putting him here. I think he, the guy really just, like, re rehabilitated his career last year. And that just goes to show you that Pete Carroll, it really was never Russell Wilson. It was Pete Carroll. I mean, look what he did at USC. Pete Carroll's a quarterback. He, that man, that quarterback whisperer. I think that you put any quarterback back there. If he thinks that he can do well enough, I think Pete Carroll will make it happen. But yeah, yeah. Geno Smith here. He had an incredible year last year, and now you add freaking. It was Jackson Smith and Jigba. Seattle takes him in the first round. That's who it was. Jackson. And Smith now and you have Wilson. a really dynamic wide receiver core along with Kenneth Walker in the backfield. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna be like. Remember bubble screens that uh, was at West Virginia where he was there. I, they're gonna be just disgusting. Yeah, they're 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 gonna be nuts. And this just goes to show that no rookie quarterback can survive in. New Jersey Jets uniform. That's who they are. They're they're in New Jersey. All right. Let's let's be real here. <laughs> all right. All right. Rob, number eight. Who do you got? Number eight, man. I had golf here. I, I'm be completely honest with you. I think that like I like what they're doing over there. I think the Lions are legitimately not, um a Super Bowl team, but I mean you guys pick golf somewhere else. So I mean, I guess Lawrence here. Lawrence has to be here. I'm sorry. Look, that that whole the whole game against the Chargers, that wasn't really so much that Trevor Lawrence came back. I get that's just the Chargers just being the Chargers. I think Brandon Staley, <laughs> the head coaches, his time oh, management, man. his ability to run. You have Mike Williams, you have Keenan Allen, and now you've got uh, Keen and uh, Mike Williams, uh, Quentin Johnson, uh, Mike Williams 2.0. I. I just I'm not I'm not high on what they're doing on over over there. So like the fact I think Lawrence is here. I cannot put him higher. I think he's severely already he showed in the game through four interceptions. I don't care about your ability. That's not everything. You're you, the reason why they even made the playoffs last year is because they have a shit division. You have the Texans, you have the Colts. By the way, the Colts who had broke a record 
for the largest comeback with the Vikings, and then you got who else? The they got the, the Colts, the Texans, and then Don't forget the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> and then on the Titans, who fielded practice squad players. So that for you to win that division, you just got to be a, a, per, a per, uh, individual to just have a pulse. There. Have a pulse. <laughs> have a pulse. So <laughs> the, I I am not crowning Trevor Lawrence yet. The fact I have him this high is just because I I I, I do see the talent there, but I'm not going to put him any higher. I think. I'm excited going into this is now year two with Doug Pedersen and Trevor Lawrence. They did make magic last year. I, however, I was thinking I'd rather put Herbert here. And again, I'm not penalizing Herbert. I'm penalizing the chargers, just everything. So that's, unfortunately he gets hit with it. Yeah. I, this is where I had Herbert as well. I, 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 this is, this is a Herbert zone. I actually have Lawrence one spot. I can already see the comments the on this thing. one. I can already see the comments on this one. But Herbert can throw 70 yards. But Herbert is just a carbon copy of Phillip Rivers without playoff wins. Look, you can I, look. I will say this. Better throwing motion, but yeah. He he has a habit. He has the 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 that is that is his crutch. He has the habit of being the type of quarterback when the, the moments are the brightest, he shrivels up. Completely just Belichick has his number 45 to seven against Cam Newton. And we already know how that offense was. Anytime he versus a, a, a team that like is like high standards or just like the chiefs, whatever can't do it or the, or the Patriots. I, I mean, I could sign on board with it with this. I had him, I had him much higher, but just because of his ability in the ad, they have a basketball team on offense. That's the only reason why I had That's, him higher. He's being penalized because of the team around him. That's my thoughts. Exactly. So Justin Herbert at eight. That's what I'm hearing. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That takes us to number seven. And Rob, don't worry. You don't have to worry too long to hear Trevor Lawrence's name because that's who I had at number seven. So that's my number seven is Trevor Lawrence. We have another unanimous decision, it sounds like. Go for it. Don't want another him any higher. Pencil it in. There is no I'm debate. To be honest with you, the fact he's even he's even in the top ten, it, it pisses me off to no end. Um, but I'm going, I, I mean, like a lot of my decision, I'm going to be completely honest with you is because you're in the shit division, like the worst, I would argue the worst division in football. I mean, NFC I mean, South, he is, in the, he is probably, well, no, the NFC South definitely. Like, NFC they're, they're South very and close. AFC South are both, all of the divisions are almost like copies of each other this year going yeah. into it. If you really sit down and analyze it, the AFC version of Northeast South or west uh, compared to the nfc version of north east south or west you can kind of make a lot of similarities between the teams that are in them yeah for sure especially the strength you know and and, and how the, all that like one through four breaks down or how you would do it you would say yeah. they have a lot of the same strengths so i'm 100 on board with that take as well which brings us to if i'm not mistaken number six jill i am gonna go with as my background might reflect the Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, I, listen, guy has talent. I will never take that away. He really, truly is a talented quarterback. I fear the Baltimore Ravens are going to be a fraud, that fraudulent Vikings team this season. Because again, they brought players on, but I still feel like there's not been a lot of addressing the issues that are in the Baltimore Ravens. 
Well, absolutely. I, I have it written down here who uh, actually is my number six as well, Lamar Jackson. And uh, I say uh, former MVP has one of the least talented wide receiver cores and is still probably an MVP candidate based on the, based on the way he plays the position. Yep. <laughs> I agree. That was legitimately what I wrote down for that. And he is my number six. So Jill, you and I are on the same spot again. Rob, can we make it two in a row? I mean, I had Herbert here, so I'm not going to go and say I, I had him here. But I actually, if I had to make a case, I had a guy that was a spot below him was Rodgers. You're in a new system. I agree. You're in a new system. Ooh. You don't, I mean, other than Garrett Wilson, you having a running back that's coming off an ACL injury. Uh, I, I'm not really sold on, like, you're in a division that's a, it, it is probably the best division in football. You cannot tell me anything other otherwise. And to get anything if you get three wins in this division you're 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 overachieving because it, it's you have a whole new whole new system i don't care if he gets his offensive coordinator back i just think that like they're already putting unreasonable es- expectations on themselves that like, you've seen them at the taylor swift concert oh we're gonna go to the super bowl yeah you're gonna go to some kind of bowl it's gonna be a cereal bowl you're not gonna there's no super bowl coming to the ice i'm sorry jets fans you are going to be upset this year that when you finish last in the division um and i will stand by it i i think we split with them this year i will give them that credit i will give rogers that because he's a former mvp two time uh three-time mvp right or four i can't remember it doesn't matter he went head back to back before last year the, the only thing is mirroring what he's doing what he had with in green bay you're getting another system of guys it's just like what if Garrett Wilson put Christian Watson. Christian Watson towards the end of the season was going off. I think Garrett Wilson's a better wide receiver. I just think that like you look at this offense, it 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 looks good. It it looks great when you're passing to nobody that's really defending. But when it comes time, is Brees Hall gonna hold up? Okay. You have Makai Becton, who has weight issues, also injury issues. That's that's a huge blow. And then your left tackle, if I'm not mistaken, that's a big that's your blind side. So that's why I had Rodgers. I would put Rodgers here. But that, I mean, you guys can either agree with me or. I don't know. disagree. I actually had Rodgers in fifth. I, I did too. completely <laughs> agree with you on <laughs> not sold on the hype train for the Jets. I oh, am man. so over people talking about how good the Jets are going to be because that's another fraud. They had him like, was it like 13 and four? I think that, that, listen, Jets are going to do well. They have an outstanding defense. Nine and eight. We saw it last season. But I'm not on the hype train that this is a Super Bowl winning year. This is a Super Bowl caliber team. I'm not sold. I'm not there. However, Rodgers, to me, has – he can throw. Lamar Jackson can throw. But if I need someone to throw a football and play a pass-heavy offense – Give me Aaron Rodgers. That's the only reason why I would put Rodgers above Lamar. So I have I have both these guys, like one's sixth, one's fifth. What I wrote down for Lamar Jackson, obviously, you know, wide receiver court issues, but I'll say arm talent's still a question. We don't know yeah. if he can make the big throws. For Rodgers, we know he can. I believe his wide receiver court is better in uh, in the Jets system than really it was with what he had in – Green I, Bay because he brought a lot of those guys with him, but the O line is suspect, and New York and New York's a hard place to play if they start to do bad. That's that's literally what I wrote for for that, Aaron Rodgers. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. Rodgers is the type of person that just cannot handle criticism, and and let's be, be honest with ourselves. In Green Bay, he was coddled. That's not gonna happen in New York. If they do bad, which if you go look at their schedule, it's not easy. 
No. Look at the AFCE schedule. It's not easy. So when things go bad, it's going to go bad. And I, it, they could fall off a whole cliff. They're already putting unreasonable expectations on themselves. They think that this they're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, that's, that's only, New York don't media, do that. bro. My only <laughs> no, not, not the New York media. They, the players. They did finish the season with Zach Wilson, and they still finished off strong. And it was only because of the defense. That's the saving grace for the New York Jets. And there's no argument on that one. No. I, I still am very confident in Lamar at six and Rodgers at fifth. Easily just knock out two picks right there. Oh, I mean, we pretty much did because Rodgers Rogers was my number five and Jackson was my number six. That's why I laughed when you said you had Rodgers at five. I was like, mm, so do I. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I feel, I feel like that it's going to go Jackson six and Rodgers at five. I, I, I think that Rodgers' arm talent and his, his – pocket mobility and presence allows him to survive a little bit in there, but there is a chance by week four, week five, we come and look at this list again and we're going, wow, you know, Rogers is not playing like a top five quarterback. Like we'll be, and there's also the chance we go and say he's 40 hey, years old. I mean, oh, he's yeah. going to be, he's, he's going to be 40. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying there's not a chance. I'm just saying right now going into week one, I'm more confident in the weapons and the, the system that Rogers has than, than I am and what Lamar Jackson's got. I'm back. <laughs> if you saw my face when that happened, uh, lightning just struck right there, and now I don't have internet, so I'm using my hotspot. Oh, wow. We I, yep. I thought you were just standing, because when it froze, you were just very intrigued, very engaged in what I was saying, and it just looked like you were still engaged. No, <laughs> I, I, I lost you guys. <laughs> right, right as we were kind of confirming that fifth and sixth of Jackson and Rogers, I saw it happen, a massive bolt of lightning right outside of my window. And then all of a sudden you guys disappeared. Oh, wow. Well, since we have six and five wrapped up, uh, Rob, we're going to go to number four, man. Who is your number four? I, I mean, I, at five, I'm going to be honest with you. I had Jackson, but like at four, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if it's, if it was a fluke last year. They made it to the Super Bowl, and it, I get it. You 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 added all this talent. Your your defensive line got younger. Uh, the defense is going to be crazy good, but it's a big what if. There there are two rookies that are going to be on the defensive interior, and I know they probably have some people. I don't know the Eagles roster as well as probably anybody else does, but I'm going to have to put Hurts here, um, only because I, I I I love his talent. I love I love the dog. He literally, if you go look up dog in the dictionary, that just how he answers press conferences. I I love this kid. I really love this kid. So, but you had one good year, and I can't put you higher. And that's just because of that. Um, I can be swayed very easily swayed because there's a quarterback above him that I think is severely overrated. Josh Allen. I would put Josh Allen at number four. Joe? That's who I have it for is Josh Allen. Um, and you know what? I'm not against it. Who am I? There's a such thing as that Madden curse. I'm going to be completely honest oh, with you. Oh, man. Oh, God. This is this is, oh, this is is funny. This is – oh, wow. Okay, so, yeah, I have Allen at four. Um, I actually – I would have – I would rather – here you go. Here's that question. Who would you rather have as your quarterback going into the season, Josh Allen or Justin or uh, Justin? What Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. 
Well, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts has a better, first of all, better defense. I, they lost from no, just, at, a, just a quarterback. You just no, pick a no, quarterback. You, you are starting a new team. You are okay. getting the options. I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Hurts. You know why? Because the fact that Josh Allen before Stefan Diggs was 58 completion percentage, 56 completion percentage, and his numbers were god awful. He led the league last year with Stefan Diggs in interceptions. Might not be in Buffalo. Yeah, there's yeah, there, there's, there's some there's turmoil a little bit of con- on that team right now, and and the fact that the the wide receiver, you how many tar- he got like 150 targets, he had over 100 receptions, and and he, and he's he's complaining. I get it. He wants to be a focal point in terms of like his input, but like at the end of the day, that is that that whole situation. I claps to Josh Allen for taking that accountability, but that is just that, that I, I as a Patriots fan, I'm happy about that shit show going on, but I can agree with Allen here. It was I mean, just it was hit it was hit or miss with those two quarterbacks for me. Yeah, that, I mean that's where I was. I was with Allen here. My biggest problem with with Josh Allen was that, you know, a you have the injury, b the accuracy issues at, with the injury, things like that. The turmoil is going on in that team. I mean, you got Leslie, you got their their defensive coordinator's gone for this year. Uh, Stephon Diggs is leaving without even showing up for practices, even though he's in the area. He's complaining that he's not a focal point in the offense. And, you know, you made you brought that up. It's actually a really good point that he brings up. And it's because if you look at any time they're in a critical situation in the playoffs or any critical sort of game time situations, they go completely away from Diggs. They don't even, like, he. I think in the critical situations, they don't even look his way. And you can tell he's like, I am gulping. Even when there's someone on me, like, he's got that Randy Moss about him, right? He's like, there's someone oh, yeah. on me. I am open. Throw it up. Because who you're throwing to and the things you're doing aren't going to get you there. I'm going to get yeah. you there. I mean, I like Kirk Cousins did it for him too, and that's I, I kind love of the thing. Of Randy Moss, like the Minnesota Miracle, exactly yeah. that. That it's is a Randy Moss play, hundred yeah. percent. And and you know that was the difference between like Case Keenum and Josh Allen was that Case Keenum's like that's my boy. That's I mean, push comes to shove, we got four seconds left. I need I need six points. I'm going to give it to my best player. And give him a chance to make a play. Yep. And he did. And Josh Allen doesn't do that. And and I think that's half the problem. And that's why there's a problem. Because if you look when at the end of those games, like the last two seasons in the playoffs, the end of the game when they should have won, he's looking at Josh Allen like, what the hell are you doing? And Josh Allen's just sulking on the sideline. Uh, Maybe that's just a Patriots fan in me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm telling you right now, I, I I just don't think I think Josh Allen at four. There's a chance by the end of the year we're not talking about him in the top ten, which is a crazy thing because he was an MVP candidate. Depending on how things go, because if he if Stephon Diggs decides like just to not show up, yeah, he's done. So let's see here. That was Rob was number four. I am number three, and this is going to be controversial. Joe Burrow is number three. And, and here's why. I'm, I'm going to make a case for it. Joe Burrow, last year, having all the weapons he had, everything he had, he was inconsistent. Now, when he's on, he is probably the second best quarterback in the league. But I saw too much inconsistency last year. And I think that they do get some of that figured out with Charlie Jones, uh, the rookie out of Purdue. They drafted they they were missing a short yardage route runner, you know, win in the zone separation kind of guy. Jamar Chase is not that guy. He Higgins is not that guy. They needed someone to, to line up in the slot and run the short intermediate routes and, and do it to a high a high degree and high skill level. That is Charlie Jones. I think that fixes him a lot. But 
they don't have, they have some questions at running back. You know, the offensive line was sort of hit or miss in the early part of the year. It kind of figured itself out late, but there's a lot of questions on that team right now. And I just need to see it come together. He would have been two for me, but I put him to, I put him at three and that's why. I have the same person. Oh at my three. God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Offensive line is a huge deal and people love to count that out when they're thinking about a lot of things that go on entirely in an offense. And I know people have the comments, oh, no, no, I always think about it. A lot of times people are not thinking about it. I do not find Cincinnati to have a superbly strong offensive line. I do not feel as if they've addressed a lot of those issues. That is in turn going to directly affect the person standing behind them, and that is, of course, Joe Burrow. So for that reason, that's why I picked Burrow at three. They're still going to have, I think, a great season, Oh yeah, obviously. but I, I honestly still have them winning that division. I think it's going to be a little more competition, but I think they have a, a significantly higher level of talent. Rob? And, and you know the thing is, though, from two to five, honestly, other than Allen, I would flip-flop all of them. Like, I just I mean, wouldn't I, 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 so... If you have him here, I mean, I, I'm not against it. I really am not. Uh, I just think that, like, I see something in Joel Burrow that, I mean, I, kind of similar to, like, Hurts. It seems like they just, like, have that dog in them. But yeah. then again, Hurts has a lot – you feel like he has a way better offensive line, and I just think oh, that, yeah. like, Hurts also has that little bit of next-level mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also Hurts has a way better coach. I think, yeah. So I, I, I can put, I'll, I'll put Burrow here. Then I'm not, I'm not in a disagreement on that one. Well, then I, I have a feeling that we're going to round out these two. There's no way we don't agree on who's number two. Then number two is Jalen Hurts, Absolutely. and number one is the not reigning Patrick Super Bowl. Is, yeah, is the reigning Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes, and you know it, it pains me to say it because I feel like Patrick Mahomes owes a lot of how well he how good he is as a quarterback Andy Reid and being brought up in Andy Reid's system Andy Reid is when we're talking about quarterback coaches when we're talking about Pete Carroll Andy Reid is a quarterback's coach I mean well, that man oh yeah he's like we're gonna throw the ball 50 times and we'll see how it goes and it's it's it is what it is I think that you know he does a lot of things that are off script that scare me but he's got the talent level to, to make it work. So Patrick Mahomes is going to be, is going to be number one. Jalen hurts. I mean, how can I not love what he did with the talent he had and taking the Eagles to a Super Bowl? And honestly, if they're just a little better in the secondary, we may be talking about how Jalen hurts is a Super Bowl champion. If he doesn't fumble the football, that turf was terrible. It made him lost his bounds, fumble the football. And my biggest thing, I think I noticed Hurts was going to be special. And you know why I thought he was going to be special? Because the Patriots didn't draft him? No, 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 no. Because that's how I knew. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I had – in my mock, I actually had us drafting him in the second. But it wasn't that. It's when he went toe-to-toe against Tom Brady in the playoffs. That's when I saw him. I was like, this kid's going to be special because he didn't really start the game well. It's how he finished. And I was like, okay, the, he's got a little bit of like that – I'm going to fucking try to do the best to make my team like win this game. So short I, memory. I, you need that as a quarterback. And, and I'll I give think you that a, a hot take on go Jaylen for it, Hurts. Joe. He is who the Ravens want Lamar Jackson to be. He is mobile. He can throw the ball. 
Lamar struggles with the passing game. And that's a known fact. Do you, do you know what kills me? Is that I remember when Jalen Hurts got benched for Alabama. And he was still the best teammate. And then he transfers to Oklahoma and absolutely dominates. And everyone is like, oh, well, he's in Oklahoma. He's not, the talent level's lower there. He couldn't do it in Alabama. All these excuses. He slips in the draft. And the Patriots have a shot at taking him. And I'm like, please, for the love of God, you know, Cam Newton was there. I was like, he could learn under Cam for a year. They play a similar mobile kind of thing. And it didn't happen. And then I, yeah. I watch him take the Eagles to a Super Bowl. And I'm sitting here gritting my teeth. Hoping to God the Mac Jones. Yeah, works but out. Belichick would have found a way to destroy his career. Yeah, maybe. I, 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 I no. Jalen Hurts is that kind of team player that, that the Patriots loved. I mean, he had right. that mentality that that you know whatever is good for the team's good for me. Whatever's you know that's that's the mentality. But hey, we got, Mac, we got Mac Jones now. Hey, I think we we'd him. be talking about a different Patriots team if it was Jalen Hurts. A hundred percent. Definitely in a better position than what they're at now. I mean, it is what it is, but that's that's all our quarterbacks, guys. We've ranked them. We've got a full thirty-two to one quarterback ranking now that we can post. It, it, that was, I think, is good mentally. I think, I, I think mentally, good. I was preparing for an hour and a half. I was like, "There's going to be so much debate," but we're not even at forty-five minutes. It's wild. No, Joe and I apparently six through one. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Just like, I was over on here, the same like, page. Why, is, why am I even here? Why am I even here? I'm giving. I was like, okay, I have this, and you're like, oh no, no, no. no. Both had in unison, just like it, it. Honestly, we see the game the same way, and that's the right way. <laughs> but that's all we got today from the house call. Thank you for tuning in, checking out our 15 through one quarterback rankings. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of our social media platforms. That's Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. We also would really appreciate if you share these videos, help grow this community. We also want to give a big shout out to all of our affiliates. That is Coffee Bros, StubHub, Pillow Fight, uh, Liquid IV. Am I missing one, Rob? <laughs> There's, there's so many. There's so many. They'll be in the description of this video below. Be sure to check all those out. Support those businesses. Help support the brand. And we'll see you next time here on The House Call. Let's go. All that is to say, this man is one of the best wide receivers in the country. So without further ado, 